0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for about 13 minutes or so. A short time, but it helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps Keep us focused on our relationship with God, and to develop and maintain a better, more spiritually focused mindset to be able to deal with life every day. You know people in your life, don't you, who need to change their focus, their direction, their way of thinking? Probably some within your own family, in fact. Help them along this line by sharing these short studies with them on a regular basis. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. What a blessing it will be for somebody to be helped to get to heaven because you help them to get into God's word and start to change their thinking and their understanding about life by sharing these short studies with them. Oh, a great blessing for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and follow through and start sharing these studies today. We're going to bring to a conclusion, although we're not going to be able to read all of the different texts of scripture that make the point here, but we're going to bring to a conclusion for the sake of time. Our study, asking the question, can a Christian fall from grace? Or another way of asking it, Can a person who is saved be lost the answer to that question however you phrase it is yes absolutely we have looked through so many texts of scripture already that teach us that once we have become a christian once we have been saved in christ once we have been saved by the grace of god we need to walk that christian walk We need to stay faithful until death. And then we can expect the crown of life from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Revelation 2 and verse 10. Over and over and over again, through all kinds of language and instruction, through the scriptures, we're told that we need to stay on the course, stay on that straight and narrow pathway that leads to eternal life. Now, let's look at Let's look at uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verses 3 through 7 teach us this. Now, this again is written to Christians, members of the church in Thessalonica. And here Paul writes to them and he says, this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. Now, why in the world is he writing this to them? If there is no danger in their falling from grace, they're saved, they're in the grace of God. If they can't be lost, why is he writing warning them that they abstain from sexual immorality? That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel, his body, in sanctification and honor. Not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but to holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who also has given us his Holy Spirit. Why the warning if they were in no danger? of falling from grace, if they were in no danger of being lost after having been saved. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 6, Paul instructs the congregation there, We command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw from every brother who walks disorderly and not according to the tradition which he received from us. Every brother walk or withdraw from every brother who walks disorderly, not according to the teachings of the gospel of Christ, the Word of God. Why withdraw from him if there's no danger? We go back to First Corinthians chapter 5 again. We remember that young man who was a member of the congregation there, he was in Christ, he was under God's grace, he had been saved. But he was in, the, in an adulterous relationship with his apparently stepmother. And Paul says, you deliver such a one to Satan. And the, if you read through the text there, the purpose being to shake him to his senses, to help him to understand he needs to repent so that he can be forgiven. Because he is in a jeopardous position in his life. His soul is at stake. Well, the same thing here. A brother is walking disorderly. A brother. Now, he's reading the Christians. He's talking about, first he he identifies them or addresses them as brethren. And then he says that you withdraw from every brother. Your brother in Christ. Because that brother in that particular situation of walking in the ways of the world again of not staying faithful and living in faithfulness is in jeopardy of losing his soul look at 1st timothy chapter 1 in verse 19 paul says having faith and a good conscience which some having rejected concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck of whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. If he delivered them to Satan, and that's the same kind of language he instructed to be used, or to be the motivation with that young brother back in First Corinthians chapter five. Are they safe? Are they saved if they've been delivered to Satan? Are they still under God's grace? Obviously not. And these are two brothers in Christ Paul is talking about, Hymenaeus and Alexander. You see, over and over and over again, we read the warnings. We read the warnings that we need to pay attention. The devil is after us. And maybe even more so once we become a Christian because he's lost us at that point. He wants to get us back. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, in verse 1, now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Are they still saved? If they're following doctrines of demons, if they're following deceiving spirits, are they still under God's grace? Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron? Now again, he's talking about departing from the faith. You cannot depart from something you're not in. So he's talking about Christians here. Fall from grace? Absolutely. Possible to be lost once you've been saved? Absolutely. These various texts of scripture emphasize that and reemphasize it to us over and over and over again. Look in 1 Timothy chapter 5, in verse 8. If anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Denied the faith? How can you deny something you're not in, or that you do not claim to begin with? You don't provide for your own, especially those of your own household? You've denied the faith. You're worse than an unbeliever. What's the lot of an unbeliever? lost lost eternally outside the grace of god and here paul was saying a brother in christ who acts like that irresponsibly is worse than an unbeliever worse than an unbeliever second timothy chapter 2 verses 17 and 18 and their message will spread like cancer. Hymenaeus and Philetus are of this sort, who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection has already passed, and they overthrow the faith of some. These were false teachers. They were Christians. They had become Christians. Are they still in God's grace? even though they're overthrowing the faith of some, leading them down the wrong path, an ungodly path, an unfaithful path through their false teaching, of course they're not under God's grace still. Of course they face being lost, even though they had been saved. Well, we have looked at so many texts of Scripture that keep saying the same thing, keep giving us the same warnings, we could look at a whole lot more. I'm just stopping at this point. We have read so many, it ought to be sufficient, beyond being sufficient. And remember that one text of Scripture, particularly in Galatians 5, verses 2 through 4, Paul warning those Christians that if they take up the law of Moses again, to be circumcised according to that law, he says you are estranged or cut off from Christ. You have fallen from grace. Can a Christian fall from grace? Can a Christian be lost after having been saved? Yes, if he becomes unfaithful. If he stops walking faithfully, obediently with his Lord and before God. Maybe you need to come back to the Lord. Maybe you are a Christian who has turned away from faithfulness. You become lackadaisical, careless, or just turn back into sin, knowing what you're doing, but you turn back into sin anyway, being lured into it by the devil. Come back to your Lord. You can be forgiven if you repent and seek his forgiveness through prayer. Come back to the church. God wants you to come back. He's like that father of the prodigal son waiting, looking, ready to receive you back with open arms. But you have to repent. You have to come to him in surrender and faithful obedience. And if you've never Become a Christian. God's waiting for you to come to him, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in Christ, and surrendering in baptism for the remission of your sins. We'd like to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com churchofchrist.com Click on the email link and ask us to pray for you. Ask us to send you a free Bible study so you can get back into God's Word, or maybe get into God's Word for the first time. Or you can call us at 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. We care about your soul, and we want to help you get to heaven. We hope to hear from you soon. Let's pray. Father, help people to see their need to come into your grace To be saved through Jesus Christ, to come to you on your terms and in your way, and to walk with you in faithful obedience for the rest of their lives, so they can look forward with expectation and certainty to an eternal home with you in heaven. Help us, Father, to help others to see these truths and to embrace them. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray to you in Jesus' name. Amen.